hopefully this thing is on. I don't know what time it's supposed to go. I think it's you. Maybe this one? Okay. Hey everyone, welcome to the Dear Teenage Girl podcast. I'm your host, Amy. If you're new here, welcome. Um, if you're an old friend, welcome back. Um, I'm just so excited to be back and doing this again. Now, I'm going to say this, and I feel like I say this in most episodes, but I'm sorry that it's been so long. I just have found that every single time I start the podcast back up again, my life is like, it's definitely like the devil trying to attack me, but I'm like, it's a new year. I'm not going to let the devil try and stop me from doing what God wants me to do and from you guys hearing God's message and like what he's laid on my heart because that's the most important thing is that um, I share God's word with people because everyone needs to know about God and about Jesus and that's my purpose here in life. So I want to definitely be sharing God's words so i'm not gonna let the enemy stop me anymore and yes i might miss a couple weeks but all in all i want to be all in so we're not gonna care about how busy our schedule gets or how much the devil tries and stop us um i'm gonna really try and if you're if you've been in the podcast before you might notice something different i'm also in video so if you're just listening and you can Go like to YouTube where I think Spotify also has video. Watch the video. But if you're like in your car driving and just listening, that's also so cool. I'm so, so thankful that you guys came back. Um, but 2023, I hope that this is a really good year for you. And I hope that you are growing in your faith a lot. So this year, let's see here. Last year, 2022, sucked for me. It was a hard year. It was definitely probably my hardest year. There were some good things. I made some great, amazing friends I'm so, so, so thankful for. And I learned a lot of life lessons. But usually in learning life lessons, it means that something went wrong. So I'm going to share with you guys some things that I've learned this year. Number one, I learned that God is the same God that he always has been. And I think that that's so amazing just to remember, like daily. We read often in the Old Testament and in the New Testament about all the miracles that God has done, like how Abraham and Sarah were able to have a baby, like how God parted the Red Sea, how um, he like provided manna for the Israelites, or how he made the blind man see, how he made the lame walk again, healed leprosy, all of these amazing things that God has done, miracle-wise. Well, he's the same God. You know, and so oftentimes I feel like I'm like, okay, well, like, I know that God can do this, but I'm not like really like believing like this is going to happen. I'm more like, oh, he did do that. So I know he can do that, but I don't think he will because it's like, that's so like a long time ago. Like that's so Bible days when it like brought people to God, but that doesn't mean that now when he does a miracle, it's not going to bring people to God. And I think that what started me like really realizing that God is the same God is the new song. Well, it's not really new anymore, but it came out this year from Elevation Worship. It's called Same God. And I was like, wow, like this is such a powerful song. This is like so true. Amen. And then I started like looking through life and and like different sermons was about how we serve the same God the same God that loves, the same God who cares, the same God who protects, the same God who heals. 
and and of course it's not just like miracle wise like it's it's in every aspect of our life like it's the same god like the same god that loves us so much so much that he would die for us you know um but i've noticed that a lot in my life one big thing that happened was in the summer my opas had like a heart failure i don't think it was exactly a heart attack but he had been struggling with his heart a while he had like two strokes in the span of a year and then maybe like he had one like in february and then maybe like not even a year before that and then in july or august anyway in the summer he had this like heart failure they had to resuscitate him a bunch of times before he got to the hospital um i'm serving at camp and i and i get a call from my cousin that's like did you hear the news and my mom had texted me earlier that day but i've been at camp so i didn't like check my phone and we found out that like my opa's in the hospital he's on life support like he's basically dead like he has like the cooling sheet on him like he was dead the only reason he was alive was because of the doctors and of course god but like from like human perspective the only reason he was alive was because he was connected to like thousands of tubes and like he was like frozen and stuff so anyway so i get this call and i'm like oh my goodness like like your world just kind of stops i'm like my open eye have always been super close i think he really understands me i think the most like my humor and everything i think a lot of people don't really understand my humor but he does because we have the same humor I've just always been really close with my opa, and I wasn't ready to lose him. I don't think, like, you're ever ready to lose anyone. But um, it was just really hard. Like, I was, like, crying. We all went to, like, this room, me, my cousin, and my brother, because we were all counseling at the same camp at the time. My whole family was already, like, in the town that my opa lives in. Like, they were all there visiting um, for the week. So they all got to be with, like, the family and have family, like, kind of, like, support each other. But we were, like, stuck at camp. And, of course, the camp was so supportive. We had people praying over our opa. And I'm so, so, so appreciative of all those people. We had people, like, just there, like, listening, hugging, like. But that night was so, so, so hard. And I think it was, like, the middle of the week, like, a Wednesday. And we couldn't leave camp. So we couldn't go back to like four hours away where our whole family was where opa was so we had to like make it through the camp day and and our mom and my aunt would keep texting us like updates but basically they couldn't really do anything and so they had him on like life support i think for 40 no no he could only be like frozen for like 48 hours but then once they like thought him then they would give us more information but the information kept on getting pushed back so it was a really hard couple of days because like we weren't really getting any information like was he gonna go into surgery was he gonna be okay or was he like gonna stay dead you know so that was so so hard for us finally it's the weekend and we can go um to where our opa is and I remember going into the hospital and seeing him and you want to be strong for him because you understand how hard it would be for him. Like he's not even really sure what's going on. He's on so many drugs. I think by the time I got there, he was like a little bit responsive. Like they've been off of like the cooling thing and he was kind of like back, but he was on like a lot of drugs, a lot of tubes. It was 
oh, he was barely responsive. It was really, really hard to see him. And I remember going in and being as strong as I could for like 10 minutes and then like leaving and like bawling. Like, I'm like, that is not the Opa I'm used to. That's not the Opa who's always playing practical jokes. That's not the Opa who's always joking around. That's not like, you know, and um, it was so hard. And I turned to my aunt who's in the medical field and I'm like, of course, like we believe that God can heal. But, like, from a medical perspective, is there any way he's going to make it? And she goes, absolutely not. So, you're preparing yourself for the worst. Like, you know that God can heal, but you're like, will he? You know? Is that more of, like, uh, back in the Bible days when it could be recorded in the Bible and people could read it thousands of years later and be like, wow, God is so amazing. God is so powerful. But, like, you know? if that makes sense. Anyway, that's what's going through my head. And so, of course, I'm praying and praying and praying and I have other people praying. I know that and I'm so thankful. And the next day I go and he's a little bit more responsive and he's losing some tubes. And and the next week I had to stay to camp. Like, I cannot come in for like a good two more days. Like, I need to stay here. I need to, I need to be with my Opa because like my last image of him was doing so rough and I'm seeing him like gradually get better I'm like no I need to see him get better um before he goes so like I can have like a good image in my mind again and it was so funny like every single day he was like more tubes were going he was more responsive he was starting to joke he was on morphine so he talked like my opa was a really quiet man but when he when he spoke like you laugh like he was so funny but he was so 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 quiet and he talked so 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 much in the hospital it was hilarious like I never heard him talk that much in my life but like it all made sense and it was like all like stories of his childhood which was so fun to hear um and now it's January and he's still with us and he's back home he of course he's more tired than he usually is and but he's like like walking on his own he doesn't have like any tubes nothing connected to him he's like kind of back to normal of course he's never fully back to normal but like that just showed me wow that's that's the same god and like just like wow like if this is the same god that can do all these things it's the same god that loves me it's the same god who made me it's the same god that chose me it's the same god that saves me here i have just seen how amazing god is and how he is the same god um, another thing that, sorry, just looking at my notes. Okay, another thing that I've learned this year is that only God will fully understand what you're going through. For me, I had the hardest year of my life, and one of the hardest things was my health. I've always kind of struggled with health. I've struggled um, with digestion and those different things in, in other areas in my body. And... Um, then last year, if you're new here, I was, I started having pseudo seizures, which does not mean that they're fake. They are 100% real. I can't stop them. It just means that they're not like epileptic seizures, if that makes sense. Um, but pseudo seizures are 100% real. They're 100% scary. They're 100% hard. And it was really hard for me because my whole life had like stopped it had been put on hold and I am someone who was always so excited to like get out of my small town go to school I had found an amazing school my dream school I got accepted I was gonna go I was so excited I was so pumped it was gonna be an amazing new adventure I was so excited um for 2022 to just be on fire for God and um 
and have a, a good senior year because the rest of my high school years were um, cut short because of COVID. Um, but that was not the plan for my life. And my life got put on hold. I started having these seizures. And it, and it wasn't just like one every once in a while. It was like no less than 10 a day, usually around the 30s a day. Um, so that was really hard. And I always had people telling me like reach out to other people other people are here to help you like you should trust the people who you're closest to and I think I was doing that but at the same time I think I was expecting a little bit too much from them I was expecting them to really understand what I was going through and some of them tried to understand some of them didn't try to understand but I think it was hard for them because they didn't know what was going on and it was hard for me because I didn't know what was going on and it was hard for me because it was a constant 100% time of my life. And it was hard for them because they would see me having good days and they would see me having bad days because they weren't there constantly 100% of the time where I was. And so I think I was like, why are these people like not understanding what I'm going through? Why are they not giving me what I need? And I was like, I was not appreciating that I wasn't getting what I wanted in return but now like looking back I'm like okay I shouldn't have expected so much in return in some situations yeah I could have gotten more some situations no I didn't and that's okay because like we're all human we're never gonna like no one can read each other's brain they're never gonna know which then leads me to this point is just relying on god and leaning on god because it's more evident when you rely on people and you lean on people their support is sometimes more evident in the time and at the moment but looking back you can see oh wow god carried me through this god carried me through that he was there like the footprints in the sand like oh god was carrying me this whole time but I would say instead of always trying to get people to understand you and to get the support from people, look to God and get support from God. And yes, if you're going through a hard time, for sure, turn to someone and say, hey, like definitely I would suggest make sure it's someone who you can trust. Make sure it's someone who wants your best interest at heart because, and I would say make sure it's a Christian. Like, of course, you can talk to people who aren't Christians, but like if you're looking for like advice or something, or if you're looking for someone to keep you accountable, or if you're looking for someone to like pray for you, like you want to be a Christian, someone that shares the same values, the same beliefs, the same faith as you. But also make sure you're turning to God. Don't turn away from God, but turn to God. Cling to God. That's another point is just cling to God. It's like something that I've learned. Like, God has got your back. He is there for you. He always wants what's best for you. And yes, he is going to allow bad things to happen to you, but he's going to get you through them. And that's just something that I've, I've really had to learn. So what I was talking actually today with my therapist about was how I'm someone who's oversensitive and not meaning that in a bad way, like, oh, she's going to cry over everything, like she's super sensitive. But in the way that when I walk into a room, I can like feel the tension. I can feel everyone's mood when I'm talking to someone. I like can, I can tell what they're feeling and like not in like a spiritual new agey way, but, and that's affected me because then I, like when I walk into a room and I see that people are sad, I try to like cheer people up, but, but it also like change how 
I am not in like a fake two-faced way, but I change who I am to like support them and to not who I am, but how I'm like feeling or like my energy to like try to do what's best for them. If they're happy, then I feel happy. If they're sad, I feel sadder, but then I'm like, okay, how can I make them feel happier? How can I make them feel better? And then I didn't understand why I wasn't getting this in return. And so I was talking, and so my therapist was telling like you're not always going to get stuff in return but you need to accept that and you shouldn't but make sure your focus isn't also doing things in return which is not my focus at all but the only thing we're gonna get in life that's a guarantee is the love of jesus christ and like salvation of jesus christ and just everything about god is is never gonna change which is like the same god you know i i just like all the hours i wasted just wanting people to understand me when i could have just been like not worrying about that realizing okay i have a god that understands me i have a god that knows what i'm going through and i have a god that wants what's best for me is going to help me out of it i don't know if i was making sense or if i'm just rambling now but that's just it's like this is pure raw and honest like what i've learned and then like all of my things i've learned have kind of like gone in together but also your plan isn't always god's plan and just learning that like my plan was to go to school this year make a whole bunch of new friends have fun like you know but that wasn't god's plan for me and I'm not really appreciating God's plan for me at this second because it's a lot of waiting. It's a lot of resting. It's a lot of sickness. But I know that in the long run, this plan is going to be better than I could ever have imagined. Like there's going to be an amazing outcome and I'm just trusting God in everything. And so if God's plan isn't necessarily your plan and your life is kind of like, whoa what is going on i would just say trust in god because god god has an amazing plan better than you could ever imagine so that's the stuff that i've learned now let's talk about my new year's resolution if i'm like looking this way it's because i have a like list of my new year's resolutions which i hate that i just said that it's not new year's resolutions i hate resolutions it's like so strict but this is my new year's goals that's like (laughs) sounds a little bit better maybe maybe not But I have some faith, which is, of course, the goal is to read my Bible every day. And my goal is to pray intentionally for at least 10 minutes a day because I heard Ali Schnacki say that uh, in our family, they did like a a challenge where they, I forget if it was 10 or 15 minutes, but they would intentionally pray for 10 or 15 minutes a day. And it just really helped them in their spiritual life. And I love that. It's so amazing. I want to do that. And so that's my goal is to do that every day, to read my Bible every day to listen to worship music every day but in the long run I don't want to be beating myself up because I didn't do this stuff so those are just goals but I think my biggest goal this year is just to grow my faith and to spend more time with God whether I don't have time well you always have time but whether I don't have time to read the Bible that day but I'm I have a podcast going on in the background while I'm getting ready for the day or if I'm listening to worship music like on my drive to work if I'm listening to worship music instead of Taylor Swift like that's so important so I think that my big focus is just to grow my relationship with God which is my focus every year just to spend more time with him to read my bible more to 
intentionally pray more and to listen to more worship music than secular music i think is my goal because i used to like only listen to worship music but recently i've been listening to a lot of secular music and yeah also same with like tv shows i had a good chat with my therapist about how like when i watch like darker tv shows it like affects my mood because i'm like an empath so we're gonna work on like not being on my phone as much not watching as many like darker tv shows more like uplifting and light um for i have like some work goals but i'm not going to go into that because that's like boring um but also some personal goals is to read more i started writing a book at the beginning of last year so i want to work on my book more um grow my faith take care of myself learn to love myself and who god made me to be um and to reach out to people more like i like god puts a lot of people on my heart and so like pray for them and stuff but i always reach out for that to them because i'm suck at texting but just to reach out to people more to keep up with my skincare um to keep up with like um supplements and like working out like i'm not making a strict schedule working out like i'm i'm not being like that just like to take care of my body because my body is a temple and I also want to write a hundred songs because I am a songwriter and I saw someone on TikTok say that they wrote a hundred songs last year and their goal is to write a hundred songs again this year. So I definitely want to do that. So those are my goals, just kind of like spitfire. But I think what I would recommend is you to write out your goals for the year and then maybe for a month and for like a week. Oh, I also want to journal more. But then also like keep yourself accountable even though they are just goals don't beat yourself up over it but make sure that you're living intentionally and you're living with the purpose and that purpose is living with heaven in mind living for things above not earthly things um so that's where like my faith comes in but then also like taking care of my temple because that's where jesus or the holy spirit is dwelling right so yeah i hope you enjoyed this podcast um next week is gonna be james um and i'll see you guys next week make sure you guys like the podcast um and share it with your friends and follow us on instagram at dear teenage girl um because sometimes i post some things on that (laughs) all right see you next week